welcome to the Alive Lauren podcast. It's the place of leaning into, celebrating juicy, soulful living. Which sometimes, yeah, the juicy soulfulness can feel intense and your taste sometimes bitter or sour or astringent. Openness to being with it all. Sure. And in terms of embracing the mystery, I find myself at this time really feeling deeply into that mystery of not understanding what is going on. And on, in terms of just in the world and so many things that are going on everywhere, faces of injustice, different polarization. You know, it's just because I am currently situated in Israel, it's very much, I know it's globally a thing, but it's very much also... For me, something that's very much alive in my space. And, you know, along the way, listening to different, you know, just coming across stuff on social media, trying to also limit and, and find, like, sources to actually, oh, get some kind of perspective from. And I just know, I think I may have mentioned this recently, that Michaela Peterson, um, she often t- does these talks where they opposite things where she doesn't know much about either side but very polarized and she'll get somebody on each side to speak and she had one on sort of like the Middle East and Norman Finkelstein is like a historian who spent many years sort of studying Palestine and on the other side there's she had somebody else from the Israel perspective but like listening to these you would not think that they're talking about the same situation, that literally the telling, the perspectives are so diametrically opposite. Gosh, so embracing the mystery, oh, I really, yeah, I I, I don't understand, Um, there's so much, I just, I I battle to wrap my head around, Um, I just feel for so many people on all sides, and it's a bit of an enrichment when I said about embracing the mystery and also welcoming you know, every new arrival. So on that note, I actually am referencing to the Rumi guesthouse poem. So I know this is a little bit all over the place. Um, it's just a, the guesthouse poem. Because I have found myself going through such extremes of emotions in terms of sometimes feeling like exhausted and apathetic, sometimes just feeling so outraged and just wanting to yell like enough. Oh, just the heartbreak and trauma and violence and just wondering, like, I don't know how one deals with it. If you're dealing with a situation where somebody doesn't want to actually acknowledge your existence and believes that you should be completely obliterated 
um, or you don't have a right to exist. Um, I don't know. It, it's just, I don't know how violence at the end of the day, because in ideology, if there's an ideology of extreme hatred, then how do you re address that? It's almost just seems like a systemic thing. Um, because even if you get rid of it in one area, it's just whatever happens, people can choose to take what's happening and let it feed a future desire for retaliation and retribution. I don't know, just, yeah, embracing mystery. I know I've referenced the poem and I know I'm going all over the place. Just in terms of, I wanted to read the poem, but also in terms of embracing mystery. There's brutal acts that get committed by both sides. And depending which side is labeled what, oh, yeah, it's just, and the motivators and the justifications. And on one level, I feel like it, it doesn't end. It, it just like it perpetuates a cycle. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. I just know that what keeps coming up for me is the time, the story of the pro-life, which is anti-abortion, and the pro-choice, which is pro-abortion, movements in the States where there was a story where mass dissonance erupted and there was even violence and shooting and groups of women who started to meet in secret and met for years to actually just get to know one another without knowing what side they were on and to find what drew them to working in those fields and finding commonality beyond their differences. So in embracing the mystery feels to me also like this is a time of really calling for on the individual level to have the capacity to hear a diametrically opposed opinion and still find something greater that unifies to work towards on, to work together. So you can still have completely opposing viewpoints but still collaborate and work together because you find something bigger that you're united on. I don't know how to necessarily apply in a situation with <laughs> um, someone who feels like you shouldn't even exist, um, which I understand in some things that cite Hamas's charters and what they stand for is that the total annihilation of Israel. I think I, I'm just saying things that I see and that are reported. I don't know to what extent that's today exactly what they represent and stand for. But if, if it is, then I don't know how you find a greater unity or work together with someone that doesn't think you should even be around. Um, but just holding space, I just believe there are so many. I heard... Um, a project for Palestinians in Gaza who feel scared to actually share 
under the Hamas regime, a project that was started, if you Google whispers in Gaza, it's um, they're short animations where people, Palestinians who have anonymously been sharing, um, who feel scared and intimidated and that they can't speak out for wanting a different future, for wanting education and, and collaboration and um, to see their cities and their main city thriving and and then their voices obviously are protected and whatever they share is done in the form of like an animation. So it's really to create a space for those that they can feel safe to share. I do believe, I do, I really, I do believe that the average person wants just a decent like, quality of life of living, of ability to work, of raising a family, access to education, basic rights, living in, in peace. I, I just, um, I don't believe the average person, maybe, yeah, just find a part of me is more drawn to believing in the potential of people. And I don't, I don't know the way forward. I just know that my heart breaks for all. Um, and I, I pray, I pray for a way forward beyond the methods that may currently be used and turned to and beyond violence as a means for moving forward. I pray for a connection, a unity that's greater than the opposing views. I pray for the ability to hear, just hear somebody, hear somebody deeply. And even if it's not about necessarily people's views changing, that we can find something greater to work towards. And yeah, not judging, but being with the new arrivals. So this is the poem that I just love and not necessarily to be motivated to action from a place of deep, polarized emotion, but to make space for it, that this being human is a guest house every morning, a new arrival. So I'm reading the poem of Rumi, the guest house, a joy, a depression, a meanness, some momentary awareness comes as an unexpected visitor. Welcome and entertain them all, even if they're a crowd of sorrows who violently sweep your house empty of its furniture, still treat each guest honorably. He may be clearing you out for some new delight. The dark thought, the shame, the malice. Meet them at the door laughing and invite them in. Be grateful for whatever comes because each has been sent as a guide from beyond. Sending so much love. Here is to embracing the mystery and inviting and meeting at the door laughing every new arrival and holding space for the unity something greater that we can work towards beyond polarities mm. just envisioning and sending out so much love and light bathing this planet in love and light 
しますね。